TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Nick Wilson, Daryl Ryder back on the fan and myself and Spencer German tackle the arrival of Bill O'Brien in Columbus and the other big college football headlines on Sons of the Shoe. Uh, Julian saying, just saying, that name's going to be mentioned this week on Sons of the Shoe. Caleb Downs, if you don't know that name, you're not down with it. And we got two words for you. Guys, Sons of the Shoe has everything you want. You can follow Sons of the Shoe. Uh, The Apple. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, On the Odyssey app. I was looking Odyssey thinking Apple. The Odyssey app, the uh, Apple uh, podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, 923thefan.com, and, of course, the 923thefan YouTube channel. Sons of the Shoe. Follow it, even though I just butchered the crap out of that read. (laughs) You can get it on the Apple. Yeah, I can get it on the Apple, um, <laughs> which is also what any any person in my family that is above the age of 60 calls Apple in general. The Apple, right? Please tell me you're joking. Uh, no, I mean, they... I've they, known you long enough to know that you're not joking. I just yeah. want to belabor the point. You, you understand. My mother called our Nintendos growing up Ataris. Uh, my mother calls the PlayStation now Ataris. So I don't know if she just thinks that's like a, a synonym Still for a thing. all. Well, no, a synonym for all uh, gaming systems. By or the way, whether I, she literally thinks it's called an Atari. Lego now has an Atari kit. You can buy a Lego set uh-huh. that is supposed to be an Atari. I would only be impressed by that if you could then plug in a game and play it. That is the problem that I have with the kit. Yeah. You cannot do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it came with the soldering and you're able to go in, that would be awesome. Yeah. What was the first uh, game system you played on, by the way? Was it Atari? Yeah, it was. Or was it one of those old, old Frogger yeah, stand-ups? With, with, with the joysticks and oh, the... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I think, I think yeah. my first one was uh, the original Nintendo. And, and I think it was because my Uncle Mike had one. And I remember my grandmother would... Because my grandmother, you understand, my... My generation on my mom's side from – so my my older brother's eight years oldest. He's the oldest, and that's by a, a mile. Yeah. And then I think my, my cousin Veronica is, I think, four or five years older. And then within like a three-year period, there's five of us. <laughs> and then there's another two-year period, and that's my cousin Sean. So she had my, – my, my Nike mama, at the time still a spry woman, had – Five grandkids within like 36 months of each other and watched us all at the same time. So it was just, ah, go play with the game, is what she would say. And it was original Nintendo. And it was original Mario. Original Mario. Is, and I, I love. Uh, Did you have to blow on the cartridges as a kid? Yeah. 
Yeah, and everybody had, like, whoever was best at it got to play more. By the way, mad appreciation for the new TED series that's streaming. I know, you've they, been all about that. They uh, they made a fantastic blow on the cartridges bit. Ah. Uh, fantastic. I, uh, kids today, you'll never know. They, You don't know how good you have it. Well, I mean, even... And you know what's funny is, I talk like my dad spoke when I was growing up, uh-huh. right? Yeah, you kids don't understand how good you have yeah. it. And I'm like, no, actually, life pretty much sucks right now, Dad, but in, thanks. In, in fairness, <laughs> you would say the same thing. Like, you you say you talk like your dad now. You talk yeah. like your dad 20 years ago, too. Yeah. Yeah, you were a grumpy bastard then, too. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I love the young people. Which makes what we're about to play even more fun. So uh, today was the Andrew Barry uh, Browns GM uh, media scrum and uh, did a very good job of uh, answering very little while speaking quite a bit. And one of my favorite things happened with something he actually said. I know you mentioned Kevin Adam. Can I go Daryl first and I'll sure. come back to you? <laughs> um, I, I, Could, wait, did you get a question yet, Scott? I'm, I'm go, okay, no, I'm going. I'm going with you. I'm going with you. I like you better. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's a good laugh there. Thoughts? And then I uh, <clears throat> told him when he did come back to me. To his credit, he did. Uh huh. And uh, I said, "No softball for you." I'm going to ask you now about Nick Chubb. I think go you, for it. I think you should have said, "That's okay." I liked uh, I liked John Dorsey better. <laughs> now it doesn't have to be true. Because remember, I, that's the thing we say with the I, things we say. I, uh, they, they, they've had many a reason not to want to let me back in the building. That might that might have been the been icing the, on the yeah. cake. Yeah. See, that's a problem. There may have been like a wanted poster hung up at the security desk. Yeah. Under no circumstances, do not let this man in. So, uh, this is the difference touche, between touche, Andrew. It's okay. This is uh, this is different between uh, you and me. Is when uh in that moment, historically, I have been the person to say something that would get me thrown out of the building. Yeah. So you actually get credit. For once for, in my life, I exercised restraint. Yeah, And did once. not say, well, but he, he was just giving me a hard time. That's yeah, it. no. Um, because he did, He when I asked him about Nick Chubb, he gave what I thought was the best answer mm-hmm. of the entire press conference. A lot of people running with that in their so, stories. I got that going for me. Well, it's also the Which thing nice. we talk smack most of the people we love the most. Right. I don't know if that's a, in play here. Yeah, but I don't know about that. You don't know about that? We'll work no. on that. But, you know, it's, it's you know, I, 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 I took the good ribbon and I anticipated that that clip would now be played on this radio station on a loop until I die. If only he said, if only he said, I like Scott more than I like Daryl instead of I like Scott more. Right. Because if I could have gotten your name in there, we'd play it every well, in fairness, Scott Petrak's a hell of a guy. He is. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. And and you're Daryl. Exactly. And uh, you know, I'm not news that someone else is liked more than me. Yeah. Like, it's you know not yeah. not breaking news. Like we should actually just go about okay, Andrew, who do you lo- who are who do you not like more than Daryl? And we could get like a shorter list. I know, but we just we didn't have not the right setting. That's fair for the follow up to that. That's fair because like, we're you know. Only got him for like thirty five minutes. Got to yeah. get get everything in, and got to go from one usually, non-answer to the other. Right, don't have a you, lot of time to play around there. And you, and usually in these settings, man, it's you know yeah. got to be rapid fire. Got to you know. That's true. Because uh, any moment of silence is the cue to to pull the plug. And we were trying to get as much time as we could today. And you got him in. 
We did, but he likes, and he he got one in on you though. So uh, to steal the bit from the midday show, what did we learn today? Um, Andrew Barry likes Scott Petrak more than he likes me. I would take that. And I get it. I would just say, I think it's more about Scott than it is you. Yeah. Scott's just a gentlemanly dude. He's a great golfer. I'm not. Trying to think what else. He's just a nicer. He's got, got nice he's nicer. hair. He's nicer. He's taller. Has facial hair. I don't. Yeah. Well, I mine. I just keep it clean. His glasses are a little more stylish too. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Again, I will never claim to be stylish. Yeah. He he probably. Um, I do not dress to impress. And I pride I, myself on yeah, that. I can't really say anything about that either. Two one six four seven four double zero nine two. When it comes to. Uh, Andrew Barry's press conference, there was something that was sidestepped. And there's a difference between what will happen and what should happen. With the Cleveland Browns, that's next on 92.3 The Fan. Nick Wilson, Daryl Ryder, back on Afternoon Drive. I have a feeling you and I are about to have our first true argument of the evening. And I would like to point out before we do that, There's a difference for me between what they will do and what they should do. Well, I'm glad you made that distinction. So TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. When we're talking about the Browns at the offensive coordinator spot, just remember that. When we talk about a play caller, just remember that. I understand what what is likely to happen and that, that just because that might happen, I probably am not going to agree and with And you that. realize that from my perspective – what is likely to happen is the most important perspective. Um, yes. And okay. I feel like we've now arrived at a point where we can mutually hear a piece of sound together and then pretty much just take the gloves off and fight like hell. So Andrew Barry uh, was asked today about uh, the offensive ca- coordinator search and um, whether there was going to be play calling duties changed. Obviously, previously that has stayed with Kevin Stefanski the last three years. We're not going to comment on that in detail until the 24 coaching staff is finalized, and then you know all those questions will be answered at the appropriate time. There's still too much influx. Even with the, uh, the the OC change, the plan is for Kevin to still call plays next season, correct? Yeah. So I'd say number one, that's something that we always talk about every you know every off season and kind of the the self assessment part. Part of that depends on where we land with staff and what Kevin's preferences are. Ultimately, that's going to be his decision as he constructs the staff. We've mentioned multiple times. I think that's one of Kevin. And strengths, you know, but how that operates from year to year, that's ultimately something that we recess. So the one thing I actually agree with is I do think play calling is um, is one of Kevin's strengths. And so I, I actually think that, like, 
This is less to me about Kevin Stefanski, the play caller, and it's just it's not about whether he's good at it or not. It's about does what he want to does what he wants to do as a play caller make sense and jive with what Deshaun can do as a player. And I think when we're already having conversations about um, scripted drives, when we're already having conversations about um, on schedule throws, these kind of things. It would not make sense to me that you would overhaul the system and then not change the play caller. Because I think some of what some of Kevin's value as a play caller is how well he knows his system and how well it's set up based off what he likes as football. And so I think that's where my frustration is when people talk about it. This is not that Kevin Stefanski doesn't deserve to be a play caller. I think he vindicated himself multiple times over the last four years. He's just fine at it. It is what really changes with the offense if, okay, maybe you're going to change the scheme, but now the play caller is unfamiliar with is unfamiliar calling a game with this kind of stuff at his behest. Who's to say that he won't be familiar with it, though? Just because they're bringing in another voice that will or, or voices to contribute to putting this new thing together? Mm-hmm. Because last year it was a Stefanski-Alex Van Pelt production, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, as far as taking the deep dive, peeling things apart, yeah, whatever, right? So who's to say that it can't be a, a Kevin Stefanski insert new guy's name here uh, type of production going forward in which Kevin can just go ahead and call the plays and uh, the new guy uh, just basically picks up where Alex Van Pelt left off from a responsibility standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I, when I look at the, the head coach position, the leader, whatever – I want him doing what he's good at, okay? Mm-hmm. And we agree he's good at calling plays, right? Mm-hmm. Then you know what? Keep doing it. Andy Reid calls his own plays. You mean to tell me that Andy Reid ha- uh, hasn't, over the years, with the various coordinators he's had there in Kansas City, hasn't tweaked things with Patrick Mahomes a little bit? Now, I'm not – again, I, I realize this might be a little more than just a, a tweak this offseason with the Browns. We'll see. Remains to be seen. But – um, I, I just, I don't, to me, the debate over who should call the plays for the Browns is over. It's Kevin Stefanski's decision. If he wants to keep calling plays, he's earned that right. And if he's at a point, though, he's been here four years, he's going to get a contract extension from the Browns, he's in a perfect spot now, right? Because part of that's, insecurity is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. But part of it is, I need to be in control of my fate, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So if if the team underperforms with me calling play, we're going to go down my way, right? Doing it with me, I'm not relying on other people yeah. in this case, right? So uh, if, if Stefanski decides, hey, you know what? I'm going to delegate that now. I'm going to bring in Nick Wilson to be my new offensive coordinator. Oh, get ready to we're see gonna, some weird stuff, guys. We're, we're going to sit down. We're going to hammer out what we're going to do with Deshaun and the offense, yada, yada, right? And you're going to call the plays, and in game, if you call something that I don't like, I'm I'm going to chime in because that's mm-hmm. my job as the head coach. But similar to what I do with uh, Jim Schwartz and the defense, leave them, leave y'all to your own devices. My job is to manage the game and whatever. If he wants to take that route, okay, he's earned that right. And yeah, he we're can. real quick on that. The, the earn the right thing. Um, I think Kevin has done as good of a job of any Browns coach. Since, I mean, going back to Marty, and you were right earlier, you said something like, 
we got to, this is, we rise above, it's just a, a, the expansion level coach. No, this guy is, is starting to redefine what it means in the expansion era to be a successful coach. I have, I have a trivia question for you. Who is the last Browns coach to win 11 games in a season, regular season, multiple times? That'd be Paul Brown. Bingo. So, and but, these but are the quick, only two guys to do it. But real quick on that, what I would say is um, he's earned the right to continue on as a head coach, and he's earned the right to long-term security in Cleveland. I don't know it's as simple as, like, has he theoretically earned the right to decide who calls plays? Yes. Yeah, he's the but head if, coach. But if That's he his is, purview. But if he is automatically reticent, reticent to give that up, my my point is, you know, we both agree that he's done a good job. I don't think he, I don't think play caller is a bad thing for him. I would also say it's not the thing that is most important to me in what Kevin Stefanski does, and the most I, important thing. What's the most important thing? It's him being a good head coach, okay. and I think if Kevin Stefanski, the play caller, isn't jiving with his two hundred thirty million dollar man, which through. 11 games and they just don't seem to be on the same page that's where to me it's on Kevin Stefanski the head coach to do the best thing even if it's in spite of one of the tools that make him good at his job because in the end you can find a lot of good play callers in the NFL I'd rather be a really good head coach I'd rather make sure that as a head coach I'm making every decision to maximize Deshaun and maximize the team than even if maybe I either have a preference or maybe a slight hubris about my own abilities as a play caller. So it's less, again, it's not that I don't want Kevin to, Kevin is always going to be involved in the offense. He always will. So the idea that he's suddenly going to poof and vanish and he'll be playing some sort of game on his phone while everybody works around Berea, that's never going to happen, nor would anybody want it to happen. But I think... I think this idea of, well, he's good at it, so let's just keep doing that. Well, let's start talking about whether him being good at this makes sense and lines up with the new offense you should be going towards. But because a- I think there's, I thought there was a lot of push and pull this year between what Kevin likes to do and what Deshaun needs to do, and I don't, th- and I don't know how much of that is play calling, but I would imagine it's not a small amount of building an offense is what the play caller does in certain uh, situations. But what happens if he gives up the play calling? And it doesn't work. No, I mean it's this. You're in the same situation. You he can take takes, it back. He takes it back. I mean, I mean, Nick Sirianni. I feel like he's done that 15 times. He's been he's been in Philadelphia, going on three years. I think he's done it 15 times. So, and like, do you really want to go through that? Yeah, I don't think it's that. But in season, like I'm going to take this back. I mean, I, we see it a lot on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Sean McDermott took back. I don't the want that kind of confusion calling. on the offense. I don't think it's confusion. No, I, I think it's. Hey, we tried this thing. It didn't work to the extent we were hoping it to. And I'm going to take this over to see if I can write the ship. See, see, for me, they're going to bring in whomever. They're going to sit down. They're going to hammer out a, a modified playbook. I don't want to use the word new playbook because I'm sure that they're going to continue with some of the concepts that they already have, right, as a base. But they're going to incorporate whatever new ideas they come up with. And hopefully Deshaun does have some input there. And then it's... It, it's on Kevin to, if he keeps play calling duties, to call the stuff that works for Deshaun. It's that simple. So you just said something that I think is a fair rebuttal when you said, well, what if it doesn't work out? Okay, 
What and if, trust me, what if, I, 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 I've covered enough Cleveland Browns football to know when things don't work out. Yes. And, and, and I'm a big believer in you don't, you don't fix something that isn't broken. And if there's one thing that's really— I mean, the really, offense is broke. But the one thing that's really not broken with the offense, though, is Kevin Stefanski calling the plays. Well, I mean, that's— The plays, the plays are what's broken and needs fixed. But when you're talking about sequence of plays, rhythm of the game, what, okay, that's not. It's um, it to me the the concepts are what they have to tweak and and fix in whatever terminology and language they want to use. I mean, if anyone's watched Hard Knocks or any of these behind the scenes NFL shows, um, it's it's a foreign language listening to these people call plays. So <laughs> what I would st- say, real quick, there is I think the the concepts are what need tweaked the most. Okay, but. I, I think so. If they tweet the concepts, why can't Kevin still call the place? Well, because to the to the point that you had earlier, um, what if it doesn't work? And the this is where like you have tried almost everything. You have overhauled this thing, and Kevin has been a part of that at least once. Right. And so I think you owe it to yourself. I think you owe it to Deshaun. I think you owe it that you can get a fresh perspective in the business or in the building. And part of that perspective is I'm going to take a step back and see how this person does things as a play caller. And it is a risk, but it's just as big of a risk as keeping the play calling duties. Then I don't want a rookie. I don't want a I don't want a position coach oh, that's no. getting you and I are in hundred percent agreement. Getting yes. a promotion yep. or an assistant position coach. Yep. It's it has to be that if that's the route you're going then it needs to be somebody that's been a bona fide, not only offensive coordinator in title, but has called the plays. It has to be that. 100%. I'm not not interested in training wheels because there's too much at stake this year. And and it, and it, that's part of the reason why I'm, you know, going back and forth with you about Kevin giving up the mm-hmm. play calling because, again, that part works. What's not working is the actual execution of the concepts or the the system, right? So let him continue to call plays, but good on him to recognize, all right, we need a fresh voice in the building or a few fresh voices in the building, and you're going to get that this offseason. So him being good, me having enough sample size over four years to think he's actually a decent play caller and saying that the play calling is working – Two very different things. I don't think the play calling's working with Deshaun. And I think that's the concern. Because in a year's time, I'll, I'll answer my question on this one. If in a year's time, he's the play caller and, um, and it doesn't work, Kevin, as the offensive coordinator, might add heat on Kevin, the head coach, that doesn't need to be there. And he, is, he should be stable enough now, four years in, where I think he can make the decision of, it's not that I don't know how it's, it's I haven't figured out how to call plays and bring the best out of Deshaun yet. Right. And that's where like th- that's why I think it not, not only should you bring in a new offensive coordinator, you should be bringing in a new offensive coordinator with real experience. 216, we're going to carry this over. 216-474-0092. How important is Kevin Stefanski surrendering play calling duties? How important is that to you in the Browns' offensive success moving forward with Deshaun? Eddie, Tommy, you guys stick there. More on that next on 92.3 The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.